Once again, this is your co-host, Don Long. I'm chatting with country, hanging out with country. And as always, we hope to give you everything you need to get through your week, uh, mentally, socially, financially. And without further ado, let me introduce your host to you. Here's country. (laughs) Well, hello, hello. I hope everybody's doing well because I am. The sun is shining and I'm on this side, so I'm good. How are you? I am great. Always uh, better to be seen than viewed. So um, I'm grateful for that. Um, how's your week been going? It's been going good. I have to like be honest and just tell on myself, right? Yesterday, I did not skip a meal or walk a mile. Mm-hmm. And I felt some kind of way about that. But I was up at 5.30 a.m. out getting it on. So kudos to myself. All right, so you got up at five thirty and went out and got it in. Okay, I did, I did because it's you know it's super hot here, and mm-hmm. if I don't get out in the mornings, then I'm not gonna get out. To be honest, because I'm not, mm-hmm. I can't walk in ninety degree weather. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's a good adjustment to make. I mean, you know, a lot of times, you know, we we want to do something and then something happens. You know, as we talked about last week, life be life in. Life be life and you know what really inspired this week's episode is the fact that life be life and but even when life is life and it's still stuff you got to get done you know so if your focus is your health and you know the weather changes then you got to change with the weather <laughs> it's like okay well mm-hmm. what can i do differently you know because a lot of times you know i know at least with me man it's like it got cold here you know what you know i live in gary indiana by the way mm-hmm. So when it got cold, you know, I thought, man, there's no way I can keep running. I can keep walking outside. I can keep exercising outside because it's cold. And I was blessed, you know, truly blessed. Shout out to Kathy Kessler, um, who's a longtime friend and a yoga instructor who lives in Arizona. And typically we associate Arizona with hot weather, not cold. So one morning, just out of the blue, you know, we ended up FaceTime. And, you know, we probably FaceTime maybe three times in three years. So she has on a scully, a scarf, um, an outdoor vest, and like a jacket. So I'm like, well, where are you going? And she's like, oh, I'm about to hike. I was like, well, you're in Arizona. Why you got on all that? She's like, oh, where I'm at right now is 28 degrees. Hmm. Oh, you're about to go hiking in 28 degree weather? Hmm. But she seemed excited about it. Yeah, because so, I was out there walking in it, so it can be done. Right. But what that made me do, and, and it's the, the helpful part, hopefully for somebody at home, is it made me really start looking at what I could do, number one, because I saw somebody else doing it. Number two, it made me do some research about it. And what I found out is that once you start moving, your body's going to be about 60 to 68 degrees. So... Even if it's cold outside, like we got to shovel snow or stuff like that, you realize after being out there for a few minutes, man, I'm pretty warm. And it's because your your body adjusts. You know, you move in and your temperature goes up. And then the other thing I learned is that, you know, like you could use like neoprene, which is like the kind of the material that girls are wearing when they're trying to get the waist trainers and stuff like that, um, that you could wear that under 
your running gear. You could wear it under your um, sweats or whatever. You know, you could get some, you know, Lululemon or Fabinetics running tights and that that would keep you warm, especially because it was wicking off all of the sweat. So I know it's summertime now, but if anybody gets to the winter and they think they got to stop, you know, refer back to this episode, maybe take a note, make a note, uh, you know, look for it now while it's off season, you get it at a better price. So Mm -hmm. just wanted to be helpful any way I can, um, anytime I can. be. So um, hopefully that helps you keep this consistency up well off into the fall. So um, with that being said, man, what are we talking about this week? Well, at least this part of the week. Um, you were saying something about what you feel versus what you do. Absolutely. And that's kind of what you, 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 what you were alluding to. You said, Hey, mm-hmm. it really feel like yesterday, but mm-hmm. I know that I got to get this done. I know that my health is important. I know that even though I don't feel like it, I got to get out of my bed. Cause I'm pretty sure at five 30, you could have rolled over. Oh, I had a whole conversation with myself over and over again about why I shouldn't go out there because somebody might get me. And then it was just like, okay, I got some mace, you know, I got a baseball bat and I got these hands. So we just about to go on and get outside and just get moving and grooving because if I start letting all the negative stuff get in there and take over, then I would have still been chilling in the bed, you know, scrolling on the internet wasting a couple hours when I can be out there moving and grooving. So hours that we cannot give back. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where we're at today. Cause a lot of us, um, you know, don't feel like it, you know, and if you ever read, you know, God wants you to dominate, you know, in the book, I said that the body is just a car for the mind and that in order to make real progress, you have to get your mind in charge of your body. Um, and the Bible talks about fasting and typically what fasting does is it tells your body who's in charge. You know, it tells your body, Hey, just cause you want to eat don't mean I'm gonna feed you. And with that being said, once you are then able to control your body, then you can get better results. You know, cause now I'm not just eating whenever, you know, I hear a rumble or I'm thirsty I'm not just picking up anything because I have a reason not to, you know, one, because I'm in control two because I'm trying to get to something in somewhere. So, you know, that's important. So if you're at home right now, you know, we want to not only help you be in control of your body and in control of your finances, we want to help you be in control of your mind and emotions as well. So with that being said, you know, let's start talking about it, you know, because, you know, we talk about how you feel, you know, typically that, that starts with, disappointment, um, frustration, anger, resentment, you know, about something that happened. You know, I mean, typically, you know, you're disappointed because you had an expectation. You know, I thought I was going to get raised. You know, I thought I was going to get promoted. Um, I thought I was going to get married. And then when that thing doesn't happen, now all of a sudden you're confronted with how you feel about it. Um, Sometimes when you're confronted with it, you deal with it well, and other times you don't. You know, typically my experience is when you 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 love somebody, quote unquote, and you feel betrayed. You know, that's when the blackouts start. You know, and you can't remember what you did, what you said. You know, you just kind of wake up and become 
aware of some stuff that you did when your body took over. You ever seen anybody black out, you know, and just just get mad and, and tear stuff up or, or you know, take the mm-hmm. back to somebody's car or <laughs> cut somebody mm-hmm. out at work? Out. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of us, you know, the, the key element in that is, and it's going to sound really crazy, is you got to catch it before it goes to the next level. You know, you got to catch it early. As soon as you see yourself starting to to get upset, leave the room. You know, stop the conversation. You know, because what happens is your heart rate goes up. The other person's heart rate goes up. They say something hurtful to you. You say something hurtful to them. And now you are out of control because my heart rate's I always. Up. Go ahead. I always, you know, tell people to do a, a 24-hour rule. Mm-hmm. Because maybe you do need to sit back and evaluate what just took place before you react. Um, that's like sending text messages and emails that you can't take back. You get frustrated right. at work or in a relationship or whatever. And I always suggest to people, you know, if you're in a heated um, conversation with your partner, your spouse or whoever, don't have those conversations through text because they are misinterpreted and so Mm -hmm. now it's costing you your marriage is costing you your job because of some things that got misconstrued and all you had to do was sit back and look at it now if you weren't in the wrong then it's still a way to clean it up right so Mm -hmm. instead of me doing something because I feel hurt or betrayed or you know um, misled, misguided, whatever, now I can approach this in a different way, right? So what do I do? Do I still have compassion when I return these emails and texts? Or do I just give the person all of my thoughts? Because once you put it out there, you can't get it back. And most of the time, those are the times when I really listen to people too. If you're telling me something that anger is something that you've always wanted to say to me. I really, that's like an alcoholic, right? They get the courage. Mm -hmm. So when you get angry, you get the courage to do and say a lot of stuff out of emotions because of how you're feeling. And I really listen to that. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, because that's when you are, are, are trying to hurt them in return. And that's where a lot of, we talk about trust all the time. And can I trust you with my heart? You know, in those moments, that's where people betray your trust. Because now they say the meanest thing that they could think of. And it's usually something that you trusted them with. And then they throw it back in your face. You know, mm-hmm. and now once they've blacked out and they've said the meanest thing they could possibly say to you, the most hurtful thing they could say to you, two days later, they find out that what they thought wasn't what they thought or that they calmed down and now you're not talking to them and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You told me that I could go and kill myself this time for real. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you expect me to come back? You know, you said my mama what? And you expect me to come back? You know, that's why my son what? You expect me to come back? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You know, and that that's that's where a lot of stuff goes bad. And now you have people who are, are hurt and they're not coming back. You know, or you have people who 
are hurt and now they do damage to you or they choke you or they hit you because now you're taking every bit of masculinity out of them. You know, you put them in a state of shame and, and now, you know, the only and helplessness, sorry, shame and helplessness. And now the only way they feel like they can get back is to, is to put their hands on you or shoot you or stab you. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's the next like, day. It's a sad mentality. Right. You know, I mean, we see it on social media all the time. You know, people get Twitter fingers and just say the meanest stuff because they know that person can't show up at their house. You know, but when you get... Oh, to, but they can. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> that ain't everybody. Some of these folks know how to touch you. And I know folks that hold a grudge and to figure out, you know, over the course of time, how to get you back. Mm-hmm. You know, now, typically I use the 10, 10, 10. You know, is it going to matter in 10 minutes? You know, is it going to matter in 10 days? Is it going to matter in 10 months? You know, because sometimes, you know, what you feel in the moment, once you're out of that moment, you don't feel like that no more. You know, they made you mad today. I'm quitting. <laughs> you know, but you go to lunch, you calm down, and you come back, and you're like, oh, I'm cool. I'm just going to go on, you know, start putting my resume out there. You know, I'm going to, you know, go meet with HR or whatever. And now you got a plan that you can then execute to get you out of this situation. You know, but if they said something you didn't like or you got a appraisal you didn't like and you immediately started firing off, that's why I hate all you MFs and I can't stand none of y'all and I should have mm-hmm. just, you know, yeah, now all of a sudden you find yourself in handcuffs. You know, now all of a sudden you find yourself with a pink slip and you have responsibilities at home. You know, I mean, that you just gave up on because of your emotions when took over. Now you're doing 20 years and you got your kids there and they are fatherless or motherless. Right. I mean, know? I would love to hear your brother. Well, you know what? And yeah. you say you would love to hear my what? Your brother's opinion on this too. Um, It was uh, something that I saw this morning on social media where the lady. The children were in Florida mm-hmm. and they must have been in a lady's yard, but the woman came out mm-hmm. and told them to get away, get off her land, uh, property or whatever, whatever her purpose was. And the kids had an iPad, but they were getting ready to leave. She threw some stuff at them, um, mm-hmm. hitting one of the kids in the head. And so Anne threw the iPad, cracked the iPad, but then she, I guess she kept it maybe. And then the kids left, but the mom came across the street to knock on the door, like, you know, what's up? The woman shot through the door and killed the mom. And I brought that up because it's like, so in those moments, do we always react or do we just go for the safety of our children? Because you already got somebody that's irate. Always talk about the garbage truck. Um, Because some people have so much information and so many things going on in life and no outlet. And so when you don't have that outlet, all it takes is one situation to trigger you. And so you never, ever know when this is going to happen. And so this lady went to go and find out about her kids to see what was going on. And now she's dead. They no longer have a mother. So should she just protecting her children? Like, come on, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Or going over to that house. So 
we just really got to start thinking about our moments because time is so precious. It's so valuable and it's costing us our lives. It's costing us our freedom. It's costing us our family. It's costing us our jobs and everything else is costing, you know, relationships just all the way around the board. I mean, exactly. I mean, again, you go back to, to the, to the, to the end of the day, it's like at the end of the day, I want my kids to be safe. You know, I don't care if I'm right with this lady. I care if my kids got their mama. Yeah. You, know, you know, we'll we'll figure out if we need to move. We'll figure out if we need to call law enforcement. You know, but the ultimate goal is let's get these kids safe first. You know, I mean, you see people on the highway, you know, just going off on each other. And now somebody, you know, overreacts and then they swerve. And now we got a car accident. Yeah. And you on your way to work. So now somebody else is behavior in response to your behavior is now got you, you know, calling your insurance company, or if you don't have insurance, you know, trying to figure out how you can make some type of agreement that you would have never been in if you would have never flipped that person off. <laughs> you, know, you know, just because somebody treats you poorly does not mean or give you the right to then start throwing, you know, stones and punches and in words and insults back at them. You know, because you never know when somebody who has nothing to lose has they last, you know, has had they last straw. Mm-hmm. And they whipped in, like, okay, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to be out of here. <laughs> and kill 20 people on my way. Exactly. So mm-hmm. you know, we want it, we want to lower crime, you know, we want to lower domestic violence, you know, in our communities. It it starts with just not reacting to everything that happens in the moment you know because we live in such a negative world where people you know they think that i can be more powerful if i'm more nasty i could be more powerful if i'm more aggressive i could be more powerful if you know i say you know something harmful and hurtful to you because you know kind and nice and and considerate is considered you know simping in a lot of what cases. is it you get more <laughs> catch more bees with honey well, the Bible says he drew us through love and kindness, you know, and kind is, is doing something that is right. Even when I know I have the power and authority to do something wrong, you know, that's what kind looks like. Like I could smite you right now, but I'm going to show you some grace and some love. You know, I could do this to you. Yeah. I'm within my right probably to do this to you. I could shoot you. But I'm gonna let you pass, and I ain't gonna bring it up. I'm just gonna keep on moving. And that's integrity as well, right? You know, and that's the kind of person you have to want to be in this world because, you know, it's too much drama and too much karma out here for the things that we do on the negative side. You know, I used to tell kids when I worked in the group home, I was like, the dogs don't fight; they kill. And the little kids was like, "Well, what do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, if you're a father and you have daughters." and you have a wife, and you get into an altercation with a man, and you will publicly beat him and humiliate him and embarrass him, but you do not kill him, he is going to make it his life's mission to come back and exact that same level of pain on you. And you don't want to be with your wife. You don't want to be with your kids. You don't want to be coming out of the movies, out of the Walmart, and he gets to drop on you. Mm-hmm. So adults don't fight. They kill. You know, Because I can't run the risk this guy going to his trunk 
I can't run the risk of him going to get his boys. I can't run the risk of him going home and coming back, you know, with a shotgun and shooting us up. So I got to put him down in a way that he never gets up. But when that happens, and then you say, well, why did they get into it in the first place? It was usually a misunderstanding. You know, it was usually some poor communication. You know, it was usually something that one person expected that they didn't get or communicate. You know, I mean, even in relationships, you know, one thing country and I both know, it's like, did you communicate that? (laughs) Did you communicate that? Did they agree to that? Did they confirm what you communicated as though they understood it? And a lot of times people can't honestly say that. You know, it's like the person that's at how the, at, did you communicate it, right? right? Was you talking at them? Yeah. Were you suggesting things? Or were you just telling people what it should be and forcing your thoughts into their head? <laughs> Y'all two different people for a reason. Exactly. You know? What it should be, you know, like you know, like you look at people when they come home from work. You know, it's like I've been at work all day. The least you could have did was cook. You know, did you communicate that today would be a long day? Did they know that today was a long day? Did you communicate that you were expecting them to cook? Everybody you know, out here assuming. Right. Making asses of you and me. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But when your expectations are not met, that's when that frustration comes. You know, because, again, you want somebody to see something and do something that they may not have seen. You know, when you when you when you saw we ain't had no more milk. Maybe I did. Well, you did too. <laughs> Maybe I did. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't even drink milk, so I you know I didn't even care about it. But you drink milk. But you the one to get the groceries. <laughs> yeah, your emotions will cost you. That's for sure. And see how easily a fight starts. You know, that simple, that quick. You know, so, I mean, you have to to communicate what you need. You know, if you need a minute, communicate. Hey, man, I just need a minute. Just let me calm down. Just let me step outside. Give me a look, you know, breath of fresh air. Let my heart rate calm down. And people should respect that. Like, that is a great thing for somebody to be able to acknowledge that they need a minute to step away. Don't keep being that driving force because you're going to end up with your head knocked off or some things that's going to come out of the other person's mouth that they can't take back. And it's going to cause trickle effects, right? If a person is saying, get out the way, give me my space, please, then you should do it. (laughs) Grant them their... Yeah. Don't be walking behind them, you know, like this episode of... uh, Jody and whatever um, Taraji P. Henson's character was, you know, she went following him out the house and baby boy. You know. Yeah, the good, luck, look, look, good luck with that with me. I'll have to Google it and find it and then I'll be like, oh yeah, okay, I remember. All right, well, <laughs> well, when she Google it, she'll get it. But for you, for those of you who watch baby boy, you know when they got into it and, and she was on some Jody bring me my car stuff and then Jody turned around and, and, and scared the hell out of her because she saw the other side of him. You know? yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, you have to to be very careful 
in these moments because again you walking behind somebody and you pointing and you pushing on them and you putting your fingers all in their face and you know you're getting all extra demonstrative because let's be clear that energy feel good that it feel good to get mad it feel good to release but in the process of that releasing and all of that ooh yeah let's go rah 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 do realize that that other person could turn around and choke the hell out of you mm-hmm. you know and that don't feel very good all because they had a flat tire this morning right and you expected them to be on time and they were late so now you're going off on them because you're the boss and they snapped you know i mean i worked in education i used to try to explain to people all the time i'm like this is the best version of these people this is not the version of these people (laughs) this is the best version they are in here they are respectful they're kind do not believe when they get back in their communities and their elements that they act like this so be very careful what you are saying to these people and how you are saying it because you may walk into a gas station one day and they may come into that same gas station and not be so nice Mm -hmm. you know but we we don't remember that you know i mean i came from you know retail originally and in retail it wasn't nothing for us to pull them shirts off like all right let's go you know and when you get into an environment like the corporate environment people think that they can say stuff to you people think that they can say but i'm the boss and and they can you know embarrass you and demean you and shame you and that realistically nothing can happen to them but that's not the case you know so again you know we want to practice the the 10 10 10 we want to lead a room um we want to make sure that you know we head this thing off before it gets bad especially in the summertime Hmm. you know it's the summer why the summertime (laughs) because it's hot and people outside and they drinking and and they dehydrated and they tired and it's just more going on. It's more people, more places. You know, it just seemed like, you know, if we're going to point to the summertime, that should be a time where people are just like happy. You know, the sun is out, winter is over and it's, you know, flowers are blooming and like, let's chill and kick it. These people got life just so messed up. There's so many positives to life that people would just rather be frustrated and, you know, upset and sad and depressed. And it's, you know, it's sad that it's easy to choose those things as opposed to taking in the happiness and the beauty of everything that's around you. That's kind of why I post the sky pictures Mm -hmm. because it's just too much beauty. Every time I walk, it's the same stuff. But it's different every day, such as life. You know, it's the same stuff, but it's different components moving every day. And we get to wake up and choose which component we want to add to our life. So out of emotions, do we want to have those positive components? Or do we want to just be negative all the freaking time? Like, the choice is yours. But again, let's look at the benefits of it, though. I mean, again, I don't, I don't want to make up your mind. I'm just saying, how would being more positive benefit you in your household? You know, how would being more positive with your kids, you know, help your relationships with your kids? You know, because again, these are people that are under your care. You know, so if you show them this angry, bitter, 
disrespectful communication between you and your husband or you and your boyfriend, what are you teaching them? You know, and now when you see them with their little 16 year old boyfriend and their little 17 year old girlfriend, they think they can do the same thing. You know, well, my daddy cussed at my mama, so why why wouldn't I cuss at my girlfriend? Mm-hmm. You know, my mother is, you know, always telling my daddy what to do and always telling him, you know, that he ain't this and he ain't that. You know, that's how we talk to one another. And if that's how you talk to one another, and what happens when you meet somebody that don't talk to each other like that in their household? Mm-hmm. That don't yell, that don't curse, that don't, you know, say a bunch of snarky negative stuff. How likely are you to be in a relationship with them? You know, and that might be the one that you really like. But all this toxicity that you grew up in and that you exhibit in the way that you deal with your situations and emotions might run that man off or that woman off. You know, you scaring the hell out of her and the kids, <laughs> you know, because you turned into King Kong. You know, and I get that, you know, maybe she didn't listen and she keep going at you and and it's like, oh, my God, it's like if you don't shut the hell up, <laughs> I get that. But it's better to leave than to stand there and go toe to toe, especially with somebody who's already hurting and has nothing to lose. And they're going to say the worst thing that come to their mind. You know, so sometimes you just, you know, quote unquote, got to be the bigger person, you know, and it's not about just being the bigger person, man. Sometimes it's about, man, what I want to show my kids, you know, what do I want, you know, my legacy to be as a human being, you know, do I want to be the person that snapped off on everybody up at the job? (laughs) You know, do I want to be, you know, the person that nobody wants to be around because, Oh my God, she just, you don't never know when she's going to go off. Or do I want to be somebody that people respect? You know, that people enjoy their company. You know, that people can trust to be in leadership positions. You know, because again, if you're listening to this, it's because God has a plan for you. It's because he wants to do something great and miraculous for you. It's because he wants to answer your prayers. But he can't put you in a position that your character can't keep you in. I mean, you know, we talk about, what is it, Saul and David. And, you know, he, he gave David and he gave Saul instructions and told Saul to go do something. And Saul did something else. It did. When he got back, he realized that he wasn't going to be king no more. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the that's the quick version. <laughs> you know, but that's mm-hmm. the, the basic gist of it. You know, so if your character can't keep you in the place that God wants to push you, what's going to happen to you? What's going to happen to your family? You know, what type of position are you putting people in if you lose your job? You know, I mean, we always talk about, I want somebody I could build with. But if you're constantly tearing them down, how do you build with them? If you you out here looking like everybody hates Chris Mama talking about, I quit. My husband got two jobs. (laughs) How do you ever get ahead? You know, because obviously if we had a couple years where she kept her job, we wouldn't be living in this apartment for 18 of seasons. 
<laughs> they might have could have moved. Ain't no growth shown, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's sad. That's so sad that, you know, you watch these shows and everything is just the same. Nobody's growing or none of that stuff in the shows, you know. That's, yeah. Mm. I'm just, I'm just saying, if she would have kept one of them jobs, maybe they could have moved. <laughs> yeah. So again, man, it, this is all about the benefit, and you know, I get that, you know, quote, quote unquote, words like simp and punk and you soft are um, overused and exaggerated in our communities. But the reality is, I've never seen a word that somebody else used have any effect unless I wanted it to. You know, you could say something to me, but I get to choose how I react. That's right. I just was talking to um, my little man about that. I said, yeah, they say words hurt. I said, but they only hurt when they're true. But you still have the power to react or not. So because somebody called you ugly, like you got to have that confidence in yourself to know that you're handsome. It don't matter what they call you. It don't, I don't care. And he was telling me a little girl said, that's why your granddaddy did. And I said, you should have told her yapping yeah, here too. And I know that was wrong to say, but you know, hey, you could throw words back or you could choose to hold on to them. You mm -hmm. don't have to respond, you know. And so I, I try to always use things as a teachable moment. Because it's it's very important. I don't know if I'm gonna be here tomorrow, but I need to know that he got as much information as he that he needs to be successful in the end, whether I'm with him or not. Yeah, but you have to. I mean, you have to prepare your kids because you know, like I know, man, out here in these streets, people saying some stuff, <laughs> and you know, your grand. That's why your granddaddy did is is harsh. Mm -hmm. You know, but, you know, yeah, he lived and, you know, he went to heaven. He gone. That's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now that other person is like, oh, I tried to hurt him and it didn't hurt. You know, and a lot of times the reason it don't hurt is because you are living in your own truth. Yeah, you know who you are. Right. You're living in your truth. You're not living in their truth. You know, I'm fat. So what? Men still like me. Women still like me. I'm still a good person. I'm still going to eat tomorrow. And I can lose weight if I want to. So it's in my control, whatever weight I am. So I don't have to be mad at you. you know, I can keep it moving. And quite honestly, you know, it does more harm than good when the person doesn't get mad. You know, like now, you know, it just becomes that other person like, man, I can't get them mad at me. I can't get a rise out of them. I can't get them to take this pain off me and put it on them. And they just get more and more upset. So if you really want to get back with people, just don't get mad. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we were Tell kids. kindness. Right. When we were kids, you know, people would take my book bag and then, you know, you run around and they'd be throwing the book bag from person to person. And you look like a stupid idiot. But then... You know, the OGs was like, next time they take your book bag, don't chase them. And I realized now that they carrying my book bag and my heavy books for a block, trying to get me to chase them, and I'm walking free. 
to where literally they just handed me back my book bag. You ain't no fun. I guess. And I went on home and went in the house. Well, that's like a dog when they start out coming at you and a lot of people take off running, you know. Mm -hmm. And if you don't run and stand there, nine times out of ten, a dog gonna be like, okay, what's up with that? You know. Right. You know, but even in our households, like it's been a hard day. You know, it's been a hard day. You know, hey man, send a text message. <laughs> you know, let them know in advance. Hey man, the day was extremely hard. I'm a little bit tired, so I'm probably just gonna want to come in and go to bed. That way, when you come in the or house, or call. <laughs> well, if you can't, if you can't call and have a civil conversation, don't call. Please. I get that, but if you know, you, text messages are the easy mm -hmm. way out nowadays, mm -hmm. really. Like, it is just, it's a sad place to be in when you can convey your feelings through text versus speaking them. And I guess at least you're getting the feelings out, but you'll get more if you just use your words. I say that all the time. Use your words. Use them. Watch the tone that you're delivering them in. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to not be emotional. That's okay that you, those are your feelings. But all this text messaging stuff, if you're having a bad day, you know, and you on the phone, y'all could call each other and say, yo, today ain't been so great. You know, when I come home, I just kind of would like to come in, shower or sit and watch the tea or whatever it is you want to do. And the person that you're with should respect that y'all should have a relationship to the point where these things are achievable. It's not going to be perfect in peaches and creams and berries all the time. But I for the most part, if something happens, you know, it's a conversation away from working its way out. Girl. Yeah, but if you don't have where you aren't there yet, try to communicate it as kindly as you can in whatever medium works. So you got any takeaways? Of course I do. So um, again, thank you for coming on here and chatting with us. Do what you have to do for you, no matter what it is, what it look like, while you can. Look at what you can do and do it well. Perfect those things that you are good at. Um, over in China, they don't teach to the weaknesses. They teach to your strength and they better those. And as you grow, then you can go back and build on your weaknesses and bring those up if you want. So perfect what you're good at. What you feel versus what you do. Always remember the 24-hour rule. Give yourself 24 hours before you hit send or before you send that text. Um, on some days, Sadan say 10 minutes, 10 days, 10 months. Last time he said 10 years. Do it matter 10 minutes from now? Do it matter 10 days from now? Do it matter 10 months from now? Do it matter 10 years from now? You have to determine that because it can cost you your life, your family, your job, and everything that you're working hard for. You catch more bees with honey. And don't assume your way through life. It's okay to have a conversation, right? Even if the stuff that's coming back to you, you um, disagree with. But we need to be mindful that it's other people out there 
having bad days just like you. So if we got two reactors, somebody's going to get hurt. And it's better to leave because we don't know when these people are hurting. At least try to leave. If somebody all up in your face and disrespecting you, then that is a thinkable moment where you have to stand your ground or try to get away as soon as possible. It's okay to be the bigger person sometimes. You are not weak because you're choosing life. It's okay to be the bigger person. People know us by our character. And we have to remember that. They know you by your character. What type of person are you? How will you be remembered? And on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace. Have a good one.